What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of The Take Podcast. I am your host, Jackson Burleson, and today we're going to start off this podcast with my take of the day. Now, my take of the day is that Leon Edwards won in the biggest upset in UFC history last night, defeating Kamara Usman to become the new UFC welterweight champion. Now, Kamara Usman... He had been champion for 1,264 days up to this point, and this is the first time he's lost in three years. That is quite a long time, and he's had five title defenses during his time as champion, but Leon Edwards was so impressive last night. I mean, he was just doing so many great things. He was honestly keeping the fight very even, even though... Kamar Usman was up on the scorecards before the knockout, but Leon Edwards just always was keeping the pressure on. He was very good in takedown defense, and his leg kicks were doing a lot of damage to Usman, and he delivered the nastiest leg kick to the head I've ever seen. I mean, Usman was laying on the ground, frozen. His arms were not even moving at all, and he was just staring into the sky. I mean, he just looked like there were stars floating around him. I mean, he just looked like he had no idea where he was. And that was a shocking way to end that fight. I mean, no one thought Leon Edwards would even beat Kamar Usman. And I was one of those people. I did not think Kamar Usman would have a chance in the world to lose. I thought this was honestly easy fight for him. I really underestimated Leon Edwards because Leon Edwards is one of the best strikers in the UFC. I mean, I really underestimated Leon Edwards. And it was a shock to me because Kamara Usman is the Nigerian nightmare, the number one pound for pound. No one thought he could be beatable. I mean, at all. Like, I did not think that would happen. Now, the way Leon Edwards won was even more impressive, which makes this victory insane. But... These two are definitely going to have a third fight. Like Kamara Usman wants that third fight already. He's already told Dana, I'm going to kill this guy, which is pretty insane. I mean, Kamara Usman is supposedly the scariest dude in the UFC, and Leon Edwards just beat him. But Kamara Usman is 35 years old, you guys. He's 35 years old. So is his window closed? Is he ever going to be UFC champion again? I don't think so. I think Kamara Usman's ego, you know, his confidence is going to take a hit. I think it's going to take a hit. I know he thinks he has what it takes to win the championship again, but as soon as you lose that belt, it's very hard to get it back. And if he wants to win that belt against Edwards, he's going to have to do some deep digging in this next training camp because he's going to get the trilogy fight. 1,000%, he's going to get the trilogy fight. So it's really going to be interesting to see what Kamara Usman does and what Leon Edwards does as champion. This has been a crazy year for the UFC. It really has been so entertaining. You just never know in the world of sports what can happen. I mean, anything can happen. And that's what we learned from last night was anything can happen in any sport. And Leon Edwards, new UFC champion. But we're going to go ahead and get into this episode of the podcast here. 
with my top 10 NFL wide receivers for the 2022-2023 season. Now, there's been a lot of movement, a lot of new faces on different teams, but I'm going to go ahead and start with the new best receiver in the NFC East, A.J. Brown. I got A.J. Brown at number 10 on my list. Now, A.J. Brown, we all know he's a bulky, strong, fast receiver. He's very hard to cover. Most corners can't even cover him because of his size. He's just able to push around the defense so easy, and he just makes everything look so easy. He's so athletic. He's very good at using his body to catch the ball in difficult coverage. He's very good at getting open. Um, and you can literally throw the ball anywhere to this guy and he'll catch it. But last year he was dealing with a lot of injuries with his hamstring and wasn't able to play as many games and his stats dropped. His first two seasons with the Titans, he had 1,000 yards receiving. And last year he did not have 1,000 yards receiving due to him not being able to play as many games this year, um, playing only 10 games, um, which is quite a blow. And if he can't stay healthy on the Eagles this year, it's really going to hurt them. But A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts on the Eagles together is going to be so fun to watch. I mean, Jalen Hurts is going into his third season. He's going to be making improvements. And A.J. Brown, he's going into his fourth season. He's going to be even better than he has been. And he's going to be even more healthy with all the rest he's had um, this offseason. I mean, he's just going to be so fun to watch on the Eagles, and I really can't wait to see him this year in the NFC East. But I got A.J. Brown at number 10 on my list, and at number 9, I got Jamar Chase. Now, Jamar Chase, rookie of the year last year, had one of the best rookie seasons from a wide receiver we've seen in a long time. The guy knows how to extend plays. He's such a special player. Um, he makes things happen everywhere on the field, whether that's going in for a block or getting a 60-yard pass down the sideline for a touchdown. I mean, this guy is just so dynamic. He can do so many different things. You can put him in motion, give him wide receiver screen. I mean, he's so good at creating space for himself, creating room, creating his own plays. Um, and he's such a great route runner. I mean, it's very hard to cover him because he can – really manipulate corners so easily and he can run past any corner in the NFL. I mean, it's just so impossible to stop him with him being such a good deep ball threat. And then he, him being a threat at the line of scrimmage at all times. I mean, he's just, you got to be alert at all times while game planning for this guy and while playing defense against him. And it's crazy. Jamar chase is only completed one season in the NFL and he's already a top 10 receiver. I mean, it's just insane. I would put him higher in this list, but he's only played one year, so that's why he's not higher. But we'll see what he can do this year. I mean, if he gets better this year, maybe he'll be higher on my list next year. But for now, I got Jamar Chase at number nine. And at number eight, I got Mike Evans. Now, Mike Evans is a 6'5", 215-pound receiver. Big player. Big player. And he's a touchdown machine. Last year, Mike Evans had 14 touchdowns, and he was just such a huge weapon for Tom Brady in the red zone. I mean, literally, you just give him a fade route in the corner of the end zone, and Mike Evans is going to go up and reach over the corner and catch it. I mean, 
there's no concerns while throwing the football to Mike Evans. You know he's going to catch it about 90% of the time. And for Mike Evans, you know, he's been such a great player for most of his career, but Tom Brady at quarterback is really elevating his game these last couple of years. It has really elevated his game. And it makes him even more unstoppable when you have the greatest quarterback of all time throwing you the football. And Mike Evans, his size and speed is just so hard for corners and defenses to deal with. I mean, just you don't see guys at that size running that fast, you know, doing the things he does on the field. And he really reminds me of Calvin Johnson, just the way he takes over football games and catches the ball constantly in the end zone. So I got Mike Evans at number eight, but I'm really looking forward to seeing what he's going to do with Tom Brady this season. I'm really happy that Tom Brady and Mike Evans get to see the field um, once again. But I got him at number eight. And at number seven, I got Stefan Diggs. Now, we all know Stefan Diggs is one of the best receivers in the NFL. He's been playing amazing on the Bills these last two years. Um, you know, he put up some numbers last year. I mean, he had over 100 catches with 1,200 yards and 10 touchdowns, um, you know, really showcasing his abilities. You know, he's such a good route runner. He's so quick. And, you know, he just has one of the best hands in the NFL. I mean, he could just catch any ball that's thrown to him. Um, and then he's also very good in um, the red zone as well. I mean, he's just – Josh Allen's always looking for him um, in the red zone. I mean, Stefan Diggs is probably the only really good receiver on the Bills, to be honest with you. I mean, they have a couple other good guys, but – Stefan Diggs is only the really elite guy they have. And, you know, that's not a bad player to have as your best receiver. I mean, you just throw it to him all the time. I mean, Stefan Diggs' usage rate is so high. I mean, he's so involved in this offense, and he just continues to get better and better and better. And his speed is really the best thing about his game. I mean, there's so many things you can really talk about with Stefan Diggs, but his speed and route running is just so precise so exact. I mean, you can really tell that he works on his game a lot and he spends a lot of time during the offseason getting better because every single season, Stefan Diggs comes back and he just looks like a completely different player. I mean, he just looks like he's gotten so much better in so many different areas. But one thing I really want to see Stefan Diggs be is the, the best receiver in the NFL. I mean, he has so much potential. I mean, he's he's six one, you know, two ten. I mean, he's a big guy. He's not a small guy, but I want to see him take that next step and really take over in the AFC this year and be the main reason why the Bills make it to the Super Bowl this year. And I got Stefan Diggs at number seven on my list, and at number six I got Debo Samuel. Now, Debo Samuel, we all know this guy is the most versatile receiver in the NFL right now. I mean, he's a wide receiver and a running back at the same time. I mean, you can line him up anywhere. I mean, the 49ers put him in the slot. They put him in the backfield. They put him on the outside. Anywhere. You put him anywhere on the field, and he's going to show you how good of a player he is and how he can get to the end zone. And the thing about Debo Samuel that's very interesting and very different about other wide receivers is he's not afraid to get physical. I mean, Debo Samuel will literally put his head down and truck you. 
when he has the football. I mean, he does not care. I mean, he's such a great route runner, too. I mean, he's just so fast. He's so small. He's very good at breaking tackles. And he was the main reason why the 49ers made it to the NFC Championship game last year. I mean, he just had to carry so much of the load last year offensively. And it'd be nice for him to get some help. But Debo Samuel is such a special player. Um, he does so much for the 49ers. He does so much for that team. I mean, in some ways you can say he is the entire team, but the defense did carry a big load last year, so I'm, I can't really say that. But he is the entire offense. We can we can all agree on that. I mean, being a running back and a receiver at the same time, ooh. and he did throw a couple touchdown passes last year in the playoffs, so maybe he can play quarterback too. We will see. If we see Debo Samuel quarterback, that would be insane. But I got Debo Samuel at number six on my list, and at number five, I got Justin Jefferson. Now, Justin Jefferson, he was 124 yards away from breaking the Vikings' single-season receiving yards record, who was held by Randy Moss. So close. Justin Jefferson, I know he's going to go for that record again this year because he's super disappointed about not getting the record. And he's only in his third season coming up. I mean, only being in the league for two years and already having an impact like he's having is insane. I mean, he has insane hands, great speed. I mean, he's just reminding me of Randy Ross. I mean, watching Justin Jefferson is Randy Moss 2.0. I mean, he's so entertaining to watch. I mean, he puts up insane numbers. And for him to step in this year with all the question marks about who's the number one receiver, is it Adam Thielen or is it Justin Jefferson? He shut those critics down quick really coming out strong last year. And Justin Jefferson is just going to have another monster season. I mean, I look forward to seeing him really take that next step. And he's already done that, but he's going to take another step into a, another level. And, you know, he had 1,616 yards receiving last year and 108 catches. Second year in the league. I mean, come on now. I really wish he was on a better team. But, you know, you can't really control where you get drafted to. But I got Justin Jefferson at number five. Randy Moss 2.0, baby. Um, at number four, I got Tyreek Hill. Now, we all know Tyreek Hill. He's the fastest receiver in the NFL. There's nothing that can catch that guy. He's faster than the Cheetah, probably. I mean, Tyreek Hill is just so good. And I'm really surprised the Chiefs traded him. Really surprised the Chiefs traded him because that's going to make the Chiefs' offense pretty pretty bad, I think, in my opinion. But, ooh, man, Tyreek Hill in a Dolphins uniform? That is going to be awesome. Him with Jalen Waddle and Tua Tagalovova throwing in the ball, that's going to be awesome to watch. I mean, Tyreek Hill is just so crazy. I mean, he literally will run 50 yards, and then run across the field horizontally and then run straight for a touchdown. I mean, he just runs in circles. He's like a little kid out there playing keep away. I mean, that's literally what it looks like when you watch Tyreek Hill. And he's so good after the catch. I mean, you can throw him a two-yard curl route, and he'll do a couple spin moves and jukes, and he'll still be on his feet running 30, 40 yards down the field. He really extends plays consistently all the time. And 
you know, losing him, the Chiefs losing him is going to be a huge hit. But the Dolphins got so much better. And I got Tyreek Hill at number four. Just probably my favorite receiver in the NFL to watch, if you're asking me, to be honest here. But I got him at number four. And at number three, we got DeAndre Hopkins. Now, I really was tempted to put DeAndre Hopkins a little bit lower just because he's not as fast as some of these other receivers. But I put him at number three because he makes some insane catches make look easy. I mean, he just makes plays that other receivers can't. But last year, he was dealing with a lot of injuries, which I'm really concerned about because these last couple of years, he's been missing at least six games with hamstring injuries. And, you know, he doesn't have speed to begin with. So a hamstring injury is a pretty big blow, if you ask me. But now he's missing six games because he tested positive for steroids, which is a banned substance. You can't do that. That's a big no-no. And now Kyler Murray's stuck without his best receiver. But DeAndre Hopkins, you know, him as a player, he's very fun to watch. He has the best hands. But he is the best route runner in the game of football. That's what makes him so special and so great is because he can really throw corners off with his movement, with his jabs to the left and then cutting in or using his arm to really get... I mean, he just seems to always be open at all times. Like, he's always open. But when he's not open, you can throw it to him quadruple teamed, and he's still going to catch it. I still remember, to this day, the Hail Mary touchdown he caught against the Bills to win the game. I still remember that. There were four defenders on him, and he jumped up and caught it. I mean, that was just insane to watch. Insane. And that's why he's a top th three receiver, because he makes catches that other receivers can't. And I got DeAndre Hopkins at number three on my list. And at number two, I got Cooper Cup. Now, Cooper Cup had the best season a wide receiver could have ever. Literally, he had the best season any receiver has had in NFL history. He led the league in catches last year with 145. He led the league in receiving yards and also broke the single-season yards record in a single season for NFL history with 1,947 yards with 16 touchdowns, which led the NFL. He led every single statistic in the NFL last year, which was insane. No one thought Cooper Cup was going to be this good. Yeah, he had a 1,000-yard season before that, but no one thought he was almost going to have 2,000 yards receiving this year. And be a top two receiver in this league. I didn't. I know drafting him in fantasy football, I was like, you know what? It's Cooper Cup. He's a pretty decent receiver. You know, he'll get you some points. But I did not think he was going to be scoring like two touchdowns like every single game. You just don't expect that from a player. But what's he going to do this year? I mean, he won Super Bowl MVP. He had the best season ever from a wide receiver. I mean, how is he going to top that? How can he seriously top that? I don't I don't know if he can. I mean, kudos to him if he can top last year. But it's just going to be so hard to top that because no receiver has had a season like that ever in NFL history. So I think he's still going to have a good season this year, but maybe it won't be as good as last year. But I could be wrong. But I got Cooper Cup at number two on my list here. And at number one, 
I got Devontae Adams. Now, Devontae Adams, he's been unstoppable these last three years. He's been the best receiver in football these last three years. Um, but n- new quarterback situation for him this year. He will not have Aaron Rodgers throwing him the football. He'll have Derek Carr. But Derek Carr and Devontae Adams know each other well. They played college football together at Fresno State, so they have some chemistry there, and they kind of know each other's games a little bit from college. But Devontae Adams has gotten a lot better from college. I mean, what he does for the team is really going to help them. I mean, the Raiders are the best team in the AFC West, in my opinion, with Devontae Adams on that team now. But Devontae Adams is so good coming off the line of scrimmage. That's honestly the best thing about his game. Yeah, he can catch any ball that is thrown to him, but Devontae Adams, you know, he has such good footwork at the line of scrimmage. I mean, he can jab left at the line of scrimmage and then fake right, or he puts his left foot back and then he goes a different way. I mean, he just really dekes out the corners and really fakes them out to make them think he's running a different route, and he puts them on edge. I mean, he puts the defense on edge at all times, and that is a part to his great route running as well. I mean, his great route running and his speed and his size, I mean, it's just amazing to watch a guy like that. And last year, he had 1,553 yards. He wasn't the best receiver in the league statistically, but in most people's eyes, he's still the best player in football receiver-wise. But, I mean, this year, him and Derek Carr are really going to make some noise because Derek Carr knows how to throw the football deep and Devontae Adams loves catching the ball deep. So I think those two will work together just fine. But Devontae Adams will take this Raiders offense to the next level. And I got him as the best receiver in the NFL. Um, I cannot wait for this NFL season. I just want it to start. I just want it to begin already. Like, it's only two weeks away. Um, but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Take Podcast. Um, before I close out this episode, make sure to follow me on Spotify and hit that notification bell. Um, and also follow me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook. So you do not miss out on any more episodes and also, uh, join the take fantasy football league. Um, the draft is going to be at September. Um, a little bit before the season starts. Um, there's going to be 20 teams in that league. So make sure to join and also check out my last episode where I did a UFC and boxing talk. Um, with one of my boys, um, go ahead and check that out. But, uh, this is Jackson Burleson signing off and I hope you guys have a good one. Thank you for tuning in.